What's up, y'all? Happy Monday or whatever day it is that you're listening to this. I am super excited that you're here. Today, we're talking about being trusted by God. And the subpoint to that would be uh, using your talents for God. And anyone who knows me knows that this is probably my third strongest conviction. Behind Jesus is Lord and the Bible is true, I totally believe that we were given our talents to use for God. And we're going to look at a passage in the scriptures that really talks about that. And we're going to kind of break this down and relate it back to trust and relate it back to our mindset as far as how we see what God has given us and what God is expecting us to do with it and asking us to do with it. So let's jump in. The scripture that we're going to be reading today is Matthew 25, verse 14 through 30. We're going to read this passage and then we are going to break it down, talk about it, apply it to our lives and figure out, okay, what does this mean I need to do, right? (laughs) What does this mean that I need to do for God based on what this is saying? Cool? So starting in Matthew 25, verse 14, it says, again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. So keep in mind, pay attention to that word entrusted as we read, because that is going to be a a running theme that we're going to come back to. He entrusted them with his wealth. To one, he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, and to another one bag, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and gained five more bags. So also the one with two bags of gold gained two more. But the man who had received one bag went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. So right away, we're going to break here for a quick second. Right away, we see that this master entrusts his servants with different amounts of gold according to their ability. For us, we can look at that and we can be like, okay, different people have different talents. Different people have different abilities. You may look at somebody and say, wow, they have so much more talent than I do. And and that's okay because God gave us different types of talent, different amounts of talent. And that that's okay. But he entrusted all of us with them. And so this is what we see here. We also see that each man handled the money differently that his master had given him. And so we're going to see what the master does with that moving forward. Starting in verse 19, picking it up, it says, after a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. The man with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you were a hard man, harvesting where you had not sown and 
and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. His master replied, you wicked and lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I had not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well, then you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has 10 bags for whoever has will be given more and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have even what they have will be taken from them and throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Wow. So this passage is intense and amazing. And I absolutely love it. So we see these three servants, they're entrusted with different amounts of gold. This, as we look at it in our lives, we can look at this as the different things that God has entrusted us with as far as our talents, abilities, skills, and resources. These are the things that God has entrusted us with in this lifetime, right? So as we see the one with five bags of gold said, hey, I use these five to get five more. And here you go. But what he comes back to his master, he says, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. When the master gave him those five bags of gold, he considered it an act of trust. He said, you entrusted me with this. So I am going to prove that your trust was founded. I am going to show you that your trust in me was not in vain. Here are five more bags. So for us, when we're looking at the things that God has given us, when we're looking at our talents, our abilities, our opportunities, are we considering it as something that God has entrusted us with? Or are we looking at it like, oh, I did this or, oh, God just gave this to me. Or, you know, are we looking at it like we can just use it up and do whatever we want with it? Or are we looking at it as an investment, as an entrustment from God? Entrustment, is that even a word? (laughs) I said it like it was though, right? I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up later, but we <laughs> but we have to ask ourselves, are we being are we looking at it like, wow, God has entrusted me with this. And so I need to prove faithful in this. And that is how this first servant with five bags of gold, that's how he looked at it. The next servant that had two bags of gold, he looked at it the same way. He said, Master, you entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. What we need to look at is he didn't look at the other servant that had five bags of gold and be like, wow, he has more gold than I do. So I can't do anything with my gold. He didn't compare the one who had more gold with him and get down on himself and not do what he could do with the gold that he had. He looked at his gold as, wow, my master has entrusted me with this amount of gold and I'm going to do whatever I can to prove faithful with what he has entrusted me with. And so for us, that's what we need to do. We don't need to be looking around like, oh, this girl has more talent than me. This guy has more talent than me. This person has more opportunities than me. This one has a bigger role than I do. This one is prettier. This one is yada, yada, yada. We don't need to be looking around like that at all. We need to be focusing on what has God entrusted us with? What has God entrusted us with? And what can we do to prove faithful in that so we can give it back to him, right? How can we give it back to him? Give back what he has entrusted us with. And that's what we see here with this servant. He's like, 
you have entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. And what do we see here? The master said, well done, good and faithful servant. I don't know about you, but that's what I'm trying to hear from God, (laughs) right? That's what I'm trying to hear from God. Well done, good and faithful servant. I want to take whatever God has entrusted me with and use it for him so that I can multiply it so that I can give it back to him in a way that he will appreciate and that will allow him to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. That's the goal in looking at what God has given us, what God has entrusted us with and being able to use that in a way that's going to glorify him. Now we see the third man and it says, then the man who received one bag of gold says, master, I knew that you were a hard man harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you've not scattered seed. You see here that the word entrusted is not there. He focused on the negative qualities of the master instead of the positive action that the master had just exhibited towards him. The master had just shown trust in him to give him one bag of gold, but he didn't see it like that. He saw the negative things about his master and he allowed that to make him afraid. He says, I was afraid. And so I went out and hid your gold in the ground. How many of us are afraid to use our talents? How many of us are afraid to use our voice? How many of us are afraid to tell our story? How many of us are even afraid to share our faith? How many of us are afraid of certain things? And so we don't do it based on the talents that God has even given us. But we're afraid of using them or what it will look like in using them or what will happen if we use them or what will other people think or whatever we're afraid of. We're afraid of so many things. And so we go and we bury our talents instead of using them. Instead of giving them back to God and multiplying them to cause more wealth or in a spiritual sense, it could be more opportunities. It could be more souls for God. It can be more glory to God. More people hear the message about Jesus. One of my favorite quotes is by a pastor named Chris Klopek. He said, God gave us our talents to get people's attention so that we could tell them about Jesus. And I absolutely love that quote. And it's so true. God gave you your talents, this bag of gold, what he has entrusted you with. He gave you everything he gave you to get people's attention, not to stop the attention with you, but so that you could get their attention so that you could tell them about Jesus, so that you could show them Jesus, the glory of God in your life. And so when we use those talents for that, then And we produce a return on that investment, on that thing that God has entrusted us with. And he can say, well done, my good and faithful servant. But when we do not use those talents, those skills, those opportunities for God, because we're afraid of how it will turn out or what he will think or what he will say, whatever we're afraid of, then what does this master say to this servant? He said, you wicked and lazy servant. Wow. I don't want anybody calling me wicked and lazy, let alone God. (laughs) Right? Period. I don't want to hear it from nobody, but especially I don't want to hear that from God. You wicked and lazy servant. He pulls no punches here. He doesn't sugarcoat anything. He's like, I gave this to you. I entrusted you with this and you have done nothing with it. And so he tells him, like, if you really would have been thinking, if you were really scared, you could have at least put it in the bank. 
I could have at least gotten interest. You could have at least done a little something with it. You could have at least opened your mouth and and shared about it. You could have at least used your talents in church, you know, Uh, whatever it is. You could have at least done a little something. But you were so scared that you buried my investment in you. And so for us, we got to look and we got to say, okay. How am I burying the investment that God has given me? How am I burying the talents and the gold, per se, that God has entrusted me with? I was in a Bible talk one time. And a Bible talk is an an open Bible discussion that my church holds every week. And I was leading an all women's Bible talk. And so we were just talking and, and we were talking about this parable. And it was really interesting because one of my friends, she said, you know, one of the things I'm thinking about is what if the man who God had given five bags to, the master had given five bags to, would have brought him back only three bags instead of five? Would the master still have have been proud. And oh my gosh, that convicted me so much because I was like, oh, because <laughs> I I use my talents for God. But I also feel that in some ways I underachieve. You know, I don't maximize my talents. I don't maximize my time. I don't maximize my money. I don't maximize certain things. You know, we can all do better in different areas. And so I was super convicted because I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm definitely not the servant who is burying my talents, but am I the servant who would have gotten five bags of gold and given God back three or two? Oh my gosh. (laughs) So I really had to think about that. And that thought drives me to be more productive for God, to work to the point where I can give God back everything that he has given me and not just part of it. Right. And so for us, we need to look in the mirror and be like, okay, which servant am I? (laughs) What am I doing with what God has entrusted me with? And do I look at this as God has entrusted me with certain things so that I can be productive and give them back to him? Do I look at it as being entrusted or do I look at it as just something that I have? We continue on and the master says something that is pretty hard to look at. It says in verse 28, so take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has 10 bags for whoever has will be given more and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have even what they have will be taken from them. Wow. Why would God do this? Why would he take something from someone who has a little and give it to someone who has a lot? Why would God do this? That doesn't seem fair. But when we look at it in context of this passage, we see why. Because if God can trust you with a little, he can trust you with a lot. But if God cannot trust you with a little, why would he leave that little bit with you? He's going to give it to someone he can trust with it. Because at the end of the day, God wants a return on his money, quote unquote. God wants a return on his investment in us. Ultimately, he wants that return to be souls in his kingdom, fruits of the spirit and glory for his name. When God invests in us, he wants those three things back. He wants to see souls, one for his kingdom, more people hearing and accepting the gospel, right? He wants to see fruits of the spirit lived out in our lives because that's going to attract more people to him. And he wants to see ultimate glory for his name, which both of those things will continue to bring him as well. 
And so when God gives us talents, when God gives us these talents and opportunities and abilities, that's his investment. He's trusting us to do something with it. And when we don't, those things are going to be taken away. You may have heard the phrase, use it or lose it. When you don't practice something, you can't do it anymore, <laughs> right? When you don't practice something, it's like, whoa, where'd that go? I, I used to be good at this, but I can't do it anymore. And how do you get good at it again? You got to start doing it. And that's the same way. Another thing I hear a lot is if you want something done, give it to a busy person. Why? Because busy people get things done. People who are never busy, they're not busy because they're not doing anything, <laughs> Right. And so this is that principle that we see in the scriptures. God says, Who, whoever has will be given more. Why? Because I know I can trust them with more because they have proven trustworthy with what I gave them. But whoever does not have even what they have will be taken away because they do not have because they were not trustworthy with what I gave them. God gave us all different amounts of talent, ability and opportunity. All of us. And so can we be trusted with it? Are we being trustworthy with it? And do we consider it trust from God? So that's our lesson today. I hope that this spurred you on to really look at your life and use your talents. And as I said, I was convicted when I taught this lesson a couple years ago at a Bible talk because I was like, whoa, I'm not the one who's burying my talents, but I don't want to be someone who God gave me five talents and I'm giving him back three. (laughs) I don't want to be that person. You know, I don't want to be the one that God gave me three and I'm bringing him back one extra. I don't want to be that person. And so we got to look at our lives and say, okay, God, what have you entrusted me with? And how can I use it to better glorify you? How can I use it to show myself trustworthy so that at the end of the day, I hear, well done, you good and faithful servant. And I can make you feel confident and comfortable giving me more because you know that I'll use it for you. So that's our lesson for today. Again, thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time. Have a great, great day. Remember that God loves you and he wants you to live an amazing life with him and for him. Give yourself grace today and be thankful for every opportunity he gives you to do better for him the next time. So I will talk to you later and have a great day. Bye, y'all.